Hello and welcome to the Keen on Things podcast. I'm Patrick Keen filling in for the host. He checked out, man. He is gone. Who knows when that SOB is coming back. Thanks for listening. Why would you do this to yourself is beyond me. But thank you. Uh, why would you do this to yourself? Why you would do this to yourself? Uh, 30 minutes every week. It's an exercise in futility, but hey, it's exercise. And boy, isn't that what we need in these times? Motion, movement, any kind. Just move. Don't be still. Thank you to our first sponsor, guys. Last week was the first time we spoke of them. This will be the second week. Thank you to our first sponsor, iFinancial Group. I, the letter I, Financial Group, and Todd Bodell. An equipment leasing company that works uh, nationwide, based in San Clemente, California, or Nixon had a home. Don't hold that against anybody. Uh, the last bastion of Orange County before you hit San Diego County, right? Before you hit those two uh, pillars from the um, Naked Gun movie. Before you hit San Onofre. Before you hit Pendleton. Uh, that's where it's located. Yeah, I Financial Group Equipment Leasing Company. Um, they handle complex multi-vendor transactions approved quickly and competitively. Okay, iFinancial Group can take care of all your commercial equipment financing needs. Think about that. Think about growing up and all. If you just said, wow, man, I wish. How you doing, man? I'm doing all right. But I, just, the only thing that's on my mind is just I have all these commercial equipment financing needs. And if someone could just come in and with one fell swoop, take that all away. I'd live, I'd be in perfect. I'd be living perfectly clean, pure. With a one-page application, you can be pre-approved same day, guys. In and out. Same day. Let Todd Bodell and iFinancial Group earn your business at 949-510-1590. That's 949 South Area South Orange County Area Code. Palindrome, right? Backward forward, 949-510. The area code for Oakland. Uh, 1590 or email Todd Bodell at T the letter T Bodell B-O-D-E-L-L T Bodell at ifinancialgroup.com um, you can spell that one page application I like that you know it's all right there we don't need five different forms it's there in one sheet and you can get to work that day I've seen the application I looked at it it is one page I assure you I got online and looked at it. Might be a long page. No. Uh, it's very easy to fill out. It's very easy to fill out. Because the words commercial equipment, they scare the hell out of me, I'll be honest. But these guys make it easier. You don't have to build the machine you know, or fight it. Um, you pay for it using controlled installments, and you get on your way. Nice little installments. Ice cream truck. Don't know why I keep bringing that up, but I just like the idea of an ice cream truck. Doing a podcast out of an ice cream truck just around L.A., all parts of L.A. or Oakland. Do it, man. Food truck, farming, you know. If you're an O.C., get a patch of orange groves going, orange trees. You get a tax break. Get some goats. You can make that an agricultural label, and you get a tax break down in Orange County. Uh, fertilizer, cement mixer. Orange County loves cement. You know, we put it on everything. We're white. Our favorite topping is cement. We'll put. We'll wipe out nature one way or another. Um you know, you want a bread baker, you want a pizza oven for parties, have parties, kids, have your kids 
and their friends come over and make their own pizzas, throw it in the pizza oven, you know, pay for that through iFinancial. Get iFinancial on the phone. Call Todd right now. <laughs> right now. 949-510-1590. And get that pizza oven installed. And let's start eating pizza, for Christ's sake. Deliver it. Start your own business. Get the delivery truck with the oven to keep it warm and get it to people quickly because they need it during lockdown, man. Friday nights, parents worked a hard, long week. They don't want to cook. Saturday after soccer, volleyball. My sister played traveling volleyball, man. Those tournaments were all day gnarly affairs. We have to go to like Santa Ana, Fullerton, all these places, Cerritos, you know, places right between LA and Orange County. I mean, it's North Orange County, but they're right on the cusp there, Long Beach. And uh, you just sit in a gym all day or you sit outside. No phone, no cell phones. Brought your books, studied, go check in. No place to sit in the gym because every square inch of these of these volleyball friggin' tournaments was being used for one of the 17 volleyball matches happening in there at a time. At least when I went to see my brother, it was like there was a little room on the sidelines. You know, there was two or three basketball games going on in a gym, whether it's Ocean View or Modern Day. I don't know. Santa Margarita in the later years they got going. But, um, oh, God, man. At least you could sit. My sister's volleyball tournaments, I remember never being able to sit. So anyway, yeah, I financial landscaping guys, landscaping, construction, farming. California is huge in agriculture. Greg Warren was telling me that last year when he was making his album about soybeans, how big of a um, agricultural base California is. You know, you think California is all beaches, but we have farming. I think we put too much water towards the uh, almonds or the peanuts or something. Uh, through iFinancial, man, you can start a casino, start a restaurant, open another football stadium, x-ray machine. You want one of those? Even if you're not a doctor, just have one around for parties. Hey, you want an x-ray? Want to know what's on the inside of you? She's like, not you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? And that should be her answer. Good for her, man. She doesn't need you. She doesn't need a relationship to complete her. She's complete. She doesn't identify through the relationship. She's going off on her own. Going to start her own business. Why? Because she called iFinancial. And she talked to Todd Bodell. And now she has a second home. Third home. Get busy living or get busy dying, guys. Through iFinancialGroup.com. I'll tell you, that's a six-minute ad, I think. Um, okay. And you can call me if you want. And I can give you the lowdown on Todd and who you're, who you'd be working with. Someone very trustworthy. Give it a shot. It's like Bon Jovi sang about good people. And that's what it's about. Don't always look at the company and the label and the numbers. It's like, who, who, who would I be talking to? Who would I be working with? This guy? Yeah. Sign me up. I want him. I want to do, I want to be doing business. I want to be involved with that person, guy or girl or someone that doesn't identify. Okay. Um, yeah, we're seven minutes in. We're a quarter of the way in here. Wow. I did a mascot episode for USC UCLA last week. It was fun. It was educational. I love doing them. I love going around. I love wearing that silly coat that looks like it's from Monday Night Football. Uh, from the early years, it looks like it's from ABC's Wild World of Sports. I don't even know what the color it is. Mustard. Mustard yellow. Got a little patch on. Looks official. Go around with my microphone and I talk sports. I just look for an angle. Look for an excuse. Mascots is one way I do that. And then Fan Center is another kind of subunit. I'll be doing that where it's stories about the fans. Mascots is more stories about uh, how a team got their name and uh, 
do they feel a kinship toward that specific mascot? I've got about 10 episodes in, and I think I've got about 15 subscribers on Patrick Keen Mascot's YouTube site. So go to that so I can build it, and it can be beautiful, and I can do my own thing with it. And inform and educate and enlighten and entertain uh, people. All over the world, there's really no team or any market I wouldn't want to do. You know, I, I, I think it's a good way to humanize sports a little bit, humanize fan culture. Whether you follow sports or not, um, it can cover a region. I mean, I just saw that, like, Coastal Carolina is, like, their mascot is some kind of, is it a parrot or an owl? or, or No, it's a uh, rooster. So it is bird life. But, like, I want to get serious. I want to get crazy, man. I want to get crazy with some of those. You know, East Carolina Pirates. Let's look at the history there. A lot of mascots have the Tigers, especially in the Southeast Conference. A little lazy. A little lazy. Wildcats, Tigers. It's common. Um, was that animal indigenous? You know, <clears throat> maybe in Oklahoma where uh, that Tiger King was. Maybe they're indigenous there. But um, anyway, I love doing it. It's fun. And I want to keep doing it. And we're going to see uh, how long I can go. Hopefully all the way. All the way. But uh, it is tough with the lockdown, especially in UCLA, USC, UCLA area, Los Angeles campuses. I can imagine Cal and Stanford are just like that, where campuses are empty. Uh, students, even with masks, and even though I'm in the coat with the microphone, they're a little scared. But uh, still went and did it anyway with Henry Phillips shooting. Editing doesn't care about sports, but went to UCLA, did a bang-up job shooting it, getting good angles getting good content, finding good content in the stuff we shot, and then give, giving me a nice finished product to show to the world, man. Um, people definitely have their guard up, especially in L.A., I think around the country. Like, I'm going to hit Arizona soon. If I did Orange County and San Diego, um, I think between L.A. And, and San Francisco and the Bay Area, people are going to have their guard up. But those, but Orange County, San Diego, Phoenix, Arizona, a little less, and I look forward to that. I'm still going to be careful. I'm not reckless, but uh, I do want to be sane about it, and I want to get stuff done. USC, UCLA, sharp kids, not necessarily sports fans, but we did find some great kids that were fans of their teams and gave some good uh, insight. Um, i got to say, man, walking on campus, after we shot, we shot the uh, mascot part first with the uh, costumes, and that was fun. Eric Franco played my Trojan. Willis Turner played my Bruin. Uh, both great to work with those guys and see them. At first, I felt a little animosity walking onto campus, dreading it, just like, oh, man, I'm going to have to wrangle people. Um, you know, they're going to be leery of talking to me, of a stranger with a microphone. That may run to help. But then you put yourself out there, right? And then people come around. It's just hard at first. You really have to put yourself out there and... Let yourself look like an idiot, which I get so sick of, man, after 48 years. But um, you make yourself vulnerable. It's just like a relationship. It's just like life, you know, just like stand-up comedy. Put yourself out there. Let Take a few hits. Take a few blows. And uh, and then let the world digest you, consume you. Sit. Let, you, let them let you sit on their tongue. <laughs> Jeez, that sounds terrible. To uh, get palatable for a second. And then, uh, and they take you in and it's great. Um, God, who's listening to this anyway. Okay. So, uh, we did that and 
you know, we got some good product. Some we talked to four girls sitting together. They couldn't. They had to pull out. They couldn't. Uh, they couldn't do it for some reason. I think they were ditching or skipping practice or something. But they couldn't be seen together. I was like, ladies, you don't know how few people are going to see this. You know. Um, but uh, it was a great game. We watched the game Saturday, and amazing, hard fought. I think there were like three scores in less than a minute, like a field goal, two field goals and a touchdown in less than a minute. That kid, that USC quarterback, threw for five TD passes. And it's it's interesting when, you know, sometimes you see a player grow over the course of a season, but to see one grow over the course of a game is always so uh, kind of beautiful and impressive and amazing. Uh, and I got riled up, man. I was excited. I was excited. SC football, you know, it was a good rivalry. UCLA had him on the ropes, and uh, UCLA had him on the ropes, and then USC drove that pass late that got him into a nice, tight scoring range. Really fun. Fun game. Good to see the uniforms, both home unis. I loved it. Um, mascots is my dream. Is one of my dreams. It's just uh, it would be phenomenal for me to be traveling uh, by road or by train, or boat, plane, as little as possible with planes, but uh, John Madden style, mobile home, stuff like that. I would love to be on the road again, Willie Nelson style, uh, exploring cultures within this country, but outside the country too. Cultures and history around the nation and world, you know, all the way from native indigenous time to the transfer of pioneers and settlers, uh, to then farming, to then the age of industrialization up until modern day, uh, age of information. I'm just fascinated by regions all over the world. And uh, you combine that with my love of sports and history, and then that brings me into the mainstream people. If I just did it on, like, I don't know, the land, and, oh, this is why it's dry in the West, and this is why it's wet in the East, I don't think people would watch. But if that is combined with sports and, you know, why is it called the Notre Dame Fighting Irish? Why is it called the Missouri Tigers? You know, why is it called the Tennessee Volunteers? Then I think you get people watching. And you throw a little science in there too. And the weather, you know, the Tulsa Golden Hurricane, you know, the Miami Hurricanes. So yeah, it combines my love of sports and history more than anything. Because um, look, I don't love all the comedy clubs around the country, how they're run, the type of people sometimes that run them, the part of town they're in, the reality of how they have to run them. You know, but that doesn't mean I don't like the region. That doesn't mean I don't like the food or want to talk to the people about something. We can connect on something. We don't need to take the easy road out and be like, nope, I'm Fox News. Nope, I'm CNN. That's easy, sad, pathetic, cowardice. You know, find what you connect on. Um, some clubs that I love, comedy clubs, Colleen in Omaha, Colleen Quinn. Omaha, Funny Bone. Perfect. Funny Bone has kind of the corporate thing. Omaha, uh, Colleen brings in the personal touch. She's been around. She gets it. Uh, so it's the best of both worlds there. Lewis Lee in Minnesota, Minneapolis, Acme Comedy Club. These are my favorites. The Para, the Paraz uh, family in, uh, in Madison, Wisconsin. Unbelievable. The club is downtown. The hotel is downtown. And downtown is downtown. Rarely are they in the same spot. Rarely is your hotel, your lodging. Um and the club, and downtown the same spot. It is in Madison. It's a fantastic club, fantastic family. Very well run, great taste in comedy. Dave Stroop in Columbus, uh, Funny Bone, just amazing. Haven't been there since the rebuild, but has his personal touch on it. 
you know, pays attention, little things, details. He's on top of it. Great club. Uh, Matt in St. Louis, Matt Barons, love that St. Louis funny bone as well. They're not associated with the other funny bones. But these, what do these clubs all have in common? They have personal touch and involvement, and they keep it clean, and they run it. You know, they're not just junkies that, like, wake up hungover and are like, who we got this week? Who are we booking? Um, so, yeah, there's a few clubs that do it right. I'm not naming all of them. I'd like the club in Peoria. Um, I'd like, uh, God, I love, what's the club in Portland? Helium. I've been to a few Heliums, the one in Philly, too, I think. So a good amount, you know. Uh, I liked when Bert was at the Syracuse Funny Bone. I don't know if he's still there. Um, but I remember not loving the Syracuse Funny Bone, then loving it the second time when I was with Greg Warren, and then the third time not loving it again. So I don't think that Bert was there. Um, so there's a few. I'm forgetting some. Okay, I like the Des Moines Club, Portland Helium. Molly Schmink does great work. I don't know if she's still involved with the Bay Area Club's uh, Caps. Not Caps. Oh, man, I'm blanking. Cobbs? Is that the restaurant? Maybe the restaurant was Cabs. I think it was Cobbs. And, well, anyway, it was also the um, Punchline, San Francisco and Sacramento. Funny uh, Punchline, Molly Schmink. Great club. Anyway, um, I don't like seeing towns, these towns all over America, only through a comedy club. Okay, I like Houston or OKC or Arkansas through avenues beyond the club or the lodging situation, you know, I'll talk to those people about sports, food, history, lifestyle, aspirations, community. What I can't do is dumb down my act for the lesser tier of any community um, that comes to a specific CD comedy club in a CD part of town run by degenerates who only attract either dirtbags or the mentally stagnant. So that's why I'm doing mascots. You know, I, I want the history... Uh, lifestyle fan base because at the core humans connect more than we more than what the media drives us towards you know i'm not a fan of the three major networks cnn msnbc and uh, fox they're all snide they 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 look at us and and just like are like here's this story <laughs> if you don't feel this way then i can't help and it's like man get off my tv or maybe i should get off my tv the american people need to unite against those three networks so anyway, I love the idea of mascots. It's Bourdain, but for sports. Worldwide, I'd love to cover minor league baseball. I'd love to cover the WNBA. I'd love to cover Olympics, the World Cup, uh, Central American baseball, if that's even a thing. Um, you know, soccer, basketball in China. It's that simple. I'm the guy. Nobody else. Nobody else. Nobody. Else. Don't give me some hot 25-year-old dude or girl uh, who has a great smile. I'm the guy for this. Okay, you don't want anyone else doing this. Um, well, it depends on how, how hot. But other than that, I'm your guy. I should be involved in some capacity. Make me the co-host, even on a major level. So kind of a passion project, but also something that has value that's not just self-serving, I find. I think it has value. Um, uh, okay, I'm getting a text about something I'll talk about in a second here. We're about halfway through. Um so yeah, it's something uh, something pretty crazy. Okay, um, I'm getting texts right now about something that happened Friday. I witnessed a little girl on Friday. I witnessed a little child abuse going on. Not sure what to do about it. A uh, little girl got her hair pulled by her dad and kind of whipped around in a way that... I'm a human being. I've been on the planet 48 years in a way that was more than unsettling. Um, you kind of know. Right. 
you kind of know what is like, no, honey, stop, no. And you kind of know what is physical and mental abuse. And this dude with his wife and little four-year-old, I found him on Facebook. She's four, almost four and a half. And she was in her cute little hat, cute little mittens. And they were getting food at the same restaurant that I was. I was waiting for my food. They were waiting for their food. He and his wife were on their phones. She was just looking for a little attention. And at one point went to lean against him. And he grabbed her by the hair, man, and whipped her around like a rag doll. And to the point that I was with three other people, and two of them saw. One had his back turned, so he couldn't see. But two of them saw to the point that we couldn't even continue our conversation. We were like, what just happened? And it takes a while to process that, man, because you're not used to it, right? It takes a while to really process that. Um, and this adorable little girl, man, cute little curls. And yeah, she went to lean against her dad and he grabs her by the hair and he rips her head away from him, man. I, in such a way, I couldn't believe it was like a human. I thought it looked like he was swinging a little winter coat. You know, it was so like, it was like, I was like, Oh my God, is that the girl? No, the girl is, she must be standing somewhere else. That can't be. And it was so jarring. I can't believe I saw it, man. I was just sitting there. So, um, yeah, we, uh, the three of us all just stopped talking. Our fourth friend who didn't see it was like, what? he kept turning around and see, like, what what, what happened? So my friend took pictures of the guy uh, and waved to the little girl, kept smiling to make her feel good. Um, and I couldn't believe this little girl wasn't crying, man. And then my other friend uh, went up and told the girl, oh, you're so beautiful, and to never let anyone tell her otherwise and don't let anyone ever push you around. Like right in front of the parents, she said that. The mom must have been appalled. Um, I don't know if the little girl really understood, but the message was more for the dad. Um, and the dad's like, what do you say, honey? I don't think he understood. We were talking basically to him. So I, uh, I don't know if this is legal. I looked at his signed receipt after he left <clears throat> and I located him on social media. So I found him and we all found him and kind of did some, went on a little dive to see who this guy is. And I think I'm going to send him an anonymous message, not threatening, but just like kind of a soft, like, hey, think of your family. You need to get help. Uh, I know you're a better father than that. I had a scathing one written for him, but uh, this one will be softer, I think. Um, you know, and just let him know I'm not looking for anyone to get in trouble, but uh, I'm just a concerned human. And I can put you in touch with therapists and stuff like that. Um. Uh, and I don't know. I don't know if I mentioned that, oh, and we know where you and your wife live, and uh, we, we know that you're both complicit, and uh, we can let your parents and your brother know of what we saw. Maybe. Oh, and if you threaten back anything, it will be documented. Um, anyway, I will be, uh, in, in addition to that, I'll be calling CPS here in a little while, Child Protective Services of Orange County. But I don't know where he lives. I don't have his address. I just know, um, I just know, uh, his name and her name and where he's from and stuff like that. I have his Facebook profile and it doesn't really say where he works or whatever, but, uh, we have mutual mutuals. So like I looked at some of his friends who are friends with some of my friends. So that's like th four different layers, three different jumps. Um, so we'll see, man, but, uh, pretty crazy to see, you know, um, it's kind of the, the age-old dilemma about what a guy does when he sees a guy fighting with his girlfriend. And should he intervene? <clears throat> should you intervene? And 
look, if you're if you're MMA dude and you're a badass and you can handle yourself, you could probably intervene anytime and scale it down. Um, I have more of a hittable face. I'm a white, goofy, taller guy, male, pale, reddish brown hair. Are you kidding? Who doesn't? And I have a big set of teeth, big smile. Who doesn't want to hit my face, right? So uh, I find myself very hittable. Um, but uh, no, growing up as a guy at any age, you see guys. I, there was a guy in high school. We were literally having this conversation as we were waiting for our food at that restaurant um, about a guy we knew in high school who beat up this girl we knew. Who used to not beat up, but well, hit hit would hit her. And we were having that conversation. I think before that even all went down with the little kid. Anyway, um, so it is uh, this dilemma that men have if they see, because they're like, do I get involved? Like, what kind of relationship am I stepping into? Is this just some trash relationship with these two idiots that cause a lot of drama, that fight a lot, that don't really care about each other or me? And that if I step in, you know, is this chick even, you know? Uh, gonna appreciate it um is this an ongoing thing has it been going on for years or would even this person's friends go do stay out of it let them beat the shit out of each other i don't know the assumption is that this is a human being this is a woman that's getting hit and it doesn't matter what kind of person she is you step in and stop it um that's if it get, if it gets obviously if it's getting really violent you step in man you step in but at what point at what point is too much you know what i mean if I see Ray Lewis, is it Ray Lewis? No, Ray Rice in the elevator with his wife. Jesus, cold cocks her. Then yeah, I probably need to get. I probably need to step in and get cold cocked myself. I guess. Um, but this was a child, you know. This was a kid, so it was really crazy. And uh, it's good I'm getting my thoughts out now on this because I will. Uh, it'll give me a better story. But I don't know if I can give that. And I also don't want. You know, I'd like to remain anonymous. I don't want this guy or his family or his crew coming after me or my family so that's where social media connections can get dangerous and being like oh you messed up my life well you messed up your life by treating your daughter that way but um yeah so who knows i don't want it to come back and haunt me but uh maybe i can do it anonymously and I, you know i'd want to i do it in the name of love because like hey man clean it up go to therapy get treated raise your daughter right um be monitored because if this is going on in public, it's surely going on uh, in private. And I'll tell you what else. They were out of there. Once my friend said, um, hey, you, you be a strong little girl. You know, stand up for yourself. Don't let anyone tell you different. They got their food and they got out. So I know that wife was like embarrassed or horrified or I don't know. Maybe she wants out too. But uh, anyway, hopefully to do that anonymously, um, you know. In the next few minutes here, when I call, probably should have called last weekend, but you need time to process it, I think, right? Okay. All right, guys. Um, anyway, so quite a jump there from mascots to uh, to child abuse, but that was abuse. I've seen it. I, I saw the rage in his face for a second when he was annoyed that she was leaning on him while he was trying to text or check his phone or do something stupid. But uh, I'll tell you, from the profile pic, he looks the type. And uh, he needs to get sober, I think, because there's some, I don't know. He just has the feel of substance abuse. How's all this judgmentalism? Okay, guys, now that time in the episode where we have Patrick Keene's 
tweets of the week. Patrick Kane's tweets of the week. On Monday, last Monday, I tweeted, I wish comics, comedians, did a ghost battle like they do a roast battle. But the comedians probably wouldn't show up. Get it? Ghost battle, but the comedians don't show? That'd be funny. Because that's what ghosting is, just not showing. Actually, it's not talking to someone. Not reaching out to them, not texting them. Great, man. On Tuesday, I tweeted, Biden's one more times in FDR. Biden was elected four times, and I'm sorry, FDR is elected four times, uh, 32, um, 36, 40, and 44. He run those, won those elections back in the uh, early 1900s there. Wow, early. Hmm. And Biden's won a few times now, too, with these recounts and this travesty that's taking place. An embarrassment. Uh, okay, on Wednesday, I tweeted, a busy contest between Joe Buck and Dr. Ken. That'd be something to see who's busier because they are on TV constantly, just always working. Uh, I can't imagine those schedules, you know. Okay, on Thursday, I tweeted, Joseph Stalin was from Georgia. There were no recounts then, huh. you know, for sure. No recounts because it was Georgia in the, you know, East Europe, East European Georgia. And Hitler was from uh, Austria. Isn't that crazy? Uh, different Georgia. Uh, definitely no recounts under Stalin. I don't even know if there were elections, right? Um course not on friday i tweeted had we just ordered covid from china it never would have gotten here isn't that funny just order had we ordered it online instead of waiting for it to hit us it just never would have come because the orders get so messed up i'm waiting on some things now okay anyway um that's all for this episode i got a vegas gig i think with steve byrne monterey and gary cannon at the backstage bar and billiards downtown las vegas uh the last week of december i don't know the exact dates yet um, I'd love to be there for a week, do New Year's Eve, limited attendance, you know, which is nothing new for me, huh? but they can only get in a certain amount of people, which it'll be, it'll be streamed though. So that'll be fun. Um, probably do the, my same material. So check that out. Look for that if you can. And, uh, yeah, we'll probably carpool from LA here, or if I'm in Arizona, I'll just go from Arizona to that and we'll do that. All right, guys, thanks so much for joining. Ifinancialgroup.com. Have a good week. And uh, if you don't talk until after the holidays, have a good holiday season and just get through this day by day and lock it down and try to focus on the important things and not the superfluous garbage in our lives. Sometimes it's like, oh, wait, I don't even need to worry about that today or ever or that or that or that, you know, lock it down. All right. Keen on things podcast. Keen of comedy. Thank you. We'll talk again.